Welcome to the Talk of Sykeston. I'm Glenn Cantrell, and today uh, we're going to have a special guest on. He is Jeff Williams. Jeff is um, a husband, a father, an educator, and also an author. And he grew up here in Sykeston, graduate from Sykeston. And uh, Jeff's great to have you on the show. It's good to be with you. Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me, Glenn. So let's just start from the from the beginning, as far as becoming an author. Um, how did that happen? Like, because it is it, you. You didn't start, uh, you know, really early in life. It was really in the past few years, right? That's correct. Uh, maybe about three years ago, uh, when I first thought about writing something. Uh, I should back up. My uh, my mom uh, has written a lot of things over the years. She has written uh, a lot of children's stories, a lot of articles that have been in uh, different magazines, different books, like Chicken Soup for the Soul, those type of things. And, and she's, she's outstanding. She's, she's a very successful, in my opinion, writer and author. But uh, I didn't have that desire. <laughs> Growing up, uh, I was very involved, very active in sports, uh, had no desire to write. But about three years ago, uh, we were on a trip to Florida to visit my youngest daughter. She was down there for the summer. And it was about a 10-hour drive, and it was real quiet. It was just my wife and I in the vehicle, and Somewhere along the way, I just had this thought that I wanted to write a story, and that's kind of the way it happened. Uh, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. I've always been a fan of uh, uh, mystery and action thriller-type stories, movies, books, so I wanted to do something along those lines, Uh, so I I just started thinking about it, and came up with a few ideas. And the rest is history. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so when you had that thought, I mean, you know, lots of people have thoughts about doing something, um, and then for whatever reason end up not doing what they what they thought about doing. What was it that drove you to say, you know, I had this thought, as crazy as it may seem, I'm, I'm just going to give it a go? <laughs> well, you know... I had the thought, and if I did not have a few days there of vacation, I probably would have just said, oh, that's just my crazy imagination, and just had went on. <laughs> but I, you know, we drove down there. I had a few days to myself, really, just to uh, relax. And uh, while I was down there, I, I rode uh, a bicycle that I rented a, a lot, <laughs> those few days and that gave me a lot of time to just think about some things and think along uh, think about the topic that I had in my head that just would not go away and that first book was uh, titled Dark Justice I didn't know the title what it would be in the beginning but the the thought I had in my head was uh, what if there was this billionaire (laughs) who uh, had all the resources in the world, 
and uh, a tragic event happened in his life, and he wanted, and it refocused, redefined his purpose. And after several years have gone by, he wanted to do something with all his resources to combat uh, evil in our country. Yeah. So I started playing the what if game. That was my what if statement. Having this billionaire and he had all these resources and he wanted to uh, do something uh, to thwart or go against evil in in the United States. So I started with that what if statement and then I started asking myself questions. Okay, where does this guy live? Uh, What is his name? Uh, How is he going to uh, fight evil? What are some of the, who are some of the other characters? Who's going to help him? What happened? What's the tragic event that happened that redefined his focus? So I started asking myself all these questions to that what if statement, and that led to different scenes. As, as I answered those questions, I would come up, come up with ideas for scenes. And I would, uh, mostly, most of the time just put notes in my phone. Okay, this scene, here's what I'm, here, here are my thoughts. So after a week of doing this, I had all these notes in my phone. I had scribbles on paper. So when I got back home, I just started writing these scenes. And then eventually, uh, working on it some at night and on the weekend, after about four or five months, I had, I had my first story. So really, I guess you kind of develop your the way that you write, not necessarily your writing style, but just the ability to put all that stuff together. It sounds like you just kind of came up with your own system that works for you. Exactly. It's my own unique style. Uh, I don't know how other people do it. I'm not a person who sits down and chapter one and just write chapter one, chapter two, write chapter two, and just go from there. For me, and people have asked me before, they said, are you a writer or an author? I said, no, not really. I'm more of a scene creator. I like The thoughts that come to me are ideas for scenes, and I, I, I kind of put my thoughts with these scenes, and then after I have several scenes or ideas for these scenes, written out, then I try to put them in order. And then the challenging part for me, at least, is the dialogue that uh, would connect these scenes together. But uh, writing the characters, coming up with the characters and, and, and their background, I remember that first first story I wrote, I thought, what do I like when I read a story? And for me, I, I, I always want background information. So when I develop these characters, I always like to try to give them, uh, give the reader some background information for each one. Who, who are they? What makes them? Who they are? What, what events have sh- kind of shaped their lives? So that's, that's where I go. I, I should say uh, another very challenging part besides the dialogue is also character names <laughs> and that that can be funny at times just trying to come up with a name that matches uh the character who who i envision that character is in my head 
Do you ever think about real people when you're when you're doing character development? I do. Uh, this this latest story that I wrote, I had uh, some ideas of real people in my head when I uh, developed those characters, um, and when I think about who they are, it, it kind of gave me some uh, some ideas to develop their character. And then the the, the names. I mean, I, you kind of mentioned how that's kind of difficult to come up with the name. I mean, I I would also assume that uh, you know you want to be careful about the names and the fact that if you name someone a certain name and you know someone by that same name, <laughs> you don't want them thinking you're thinking of them. That's right. <laughs> Change the name to protect the innocent, right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, Jeff, how would you describe your writing style? You know, when I think of um, someone like a Stephen King, for instance, who is, you know, so particular about details of everything, um, how would you describe your writing style? I don't know if there's a, a certain description for my writing style. I, I know that I don't uh, write with a lot of what I call fluff, a lot of extra details. Uh, I know as a reader, when I'm reading a book, I can get bored by reading all this extra stuff. I want to get right to what, uh, when I'm reading, I want to get right to what the author is trying to to say. Yeah, I think it's good. I think it's important to have some uh, description, some background information, but I I don't want the reader to ever get bored. And that's why my stories, the, the things that I've written, are uh, classified as uh, short stories. Uh, a few of my, my books have, are around 20,000, 21,000 words, which is a lot. Uh, a lot of novels are 200, 300,000 words. So a short story, uh, 20, 21,000 is is just about right for me. The last story that I wrote was just under 10,000 words. So I want the reader to be able to sit down and be entertained and not to get bogged down or bored with it at all. I want them to, to read and, and keep reading and not want to put it down. Well, you've got a lot of positive feedback. I mean, from the first book uh, on, um, you know, not just from family and friends, but from others as well. Yes. And I always like when, of course, anybody's going to like positive feedback. But what I like is when people respond to me and, and they say, hey, Jeff, I enjoyed your book. And I always ask them, okay, thanks. I appreciate that. What did you like about it? Because the feedback helps me with with future projects, future future uh, books or stories that I might write, and uh, yeah, that, I hear from people. It's it's kind of funny when I started down this path. I didn't know how or where it would go, but there are some people who, <laughs> especially the uh, the four books that I've written in the Dark Justice uh, series. There are some diehard fans, and, and, and it's funny. I, I I appreciate that so much. But when I put one out, they want they want to get their hands on it immediately, and they want uh, to uh, 
I, I hear back from them, whether it's both good and bad. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you do this in this in this part of the story? They they want to know uh, uh, exactly what my thought process was, and that's good. I, I appreciate that, uh, but having the dialogue and the conversation with those folks, I, I really enjoy that. You're up to six writings, right? Six stories so far? That's correct. Yeah, up to six stories and Dark Justice, the series, and then uh, he's got a, a new one out that we're going to talk about in uh, in just a few moments and talk about how you can get your hands on it and read it. And uh, Jeff, as you go through, uh, I want to go back to that first book, the, the Dark Justice. When you wrote that book, in your mind, did you think series, or were you thinking, I'm just going to write this book? Uh, as I got closer to uh, to uh, completing that book, I thought, yeah, I want this to be a series. Uh, I had in mind uh, that I would write several along those uh, along that, uh, that line, and I've written four in the Dark Justice series, and I, I wanted to originally finish uh, eight, eight stories uh, to complete that series. So is that still the plan, or? That's still the plan. Uh, each, each, uh, each one of the books in the series is kind of left with a little cliffhanger at the end. And so number four, the one that I released uh, this winter, uh, Aggressive Measures, there is definitely a, a cliffhanger at the end that uh, we'll go right into uh, number five. And what do you think number five is going to come out? I have no idea. I haven't started on it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, uh, which brings up something as I was thinking, as we were talking, something I thought about was the greatest um, hurdle for any author writer is a blank page. And how do you deal with that? Have you had to deal with that, that, that kind of writer's block where you just kind of look at the screen and go, Gosh, I can't. I don't know where to start or where to continue. Well, for me, it's just a fun hobby to do. So I don't feel any pressure pressure to complete any project. Uh, of course, I have a have a pretty time filling other job or a job that uh, takes a lot of my time. So uh, writing these stories, uh, there's no pressure. So what what I do, I just to think in uh, bunches or in groups, and if there's no juices flowing, I'm, I'm not going to sit down and try to make myself right. Uh, for me, it has to be a time where, okay, I'm, I have a lot of thoughts coming along, uh, along these lines, along this story. That's when I will start putting some notes down and writing some things down on a legal pad or putting notes in my phone. But I'm not really going to force myself uh, to write if, if nothing's there. Uh, so that's that takes takes the pressure off. I know people who do this for a living; it's different for them. They might sit down and work at a desk or in an office for eight, nine, ten hours a day, trying to uh, trying to make them themselves right, and that that's not me. So I want to talk about the the news story that you have out. It's called The Kid from Eagle Ridge, and um, it, it's a kind of a baseball story, kind of a faith story. How did this uh, story kind of – and this is not a part of the Dark Justice series. No. This is something totally different. How did this story come about? Totally different. 
uh, I'd finished the fourth book in the Dark Justice series, and I was, I don't want to say I was drained, but I, I was thinking to myself, okay, I want to take a break from, from writing for a while. So that was this spring, and sport, I'm a big sports fan, and the sports world was shut down, so there was not anything uh, to watch as far as sports. And I'm especially a huge baseball fan and St. Louis Cardinal fan. And, of course, that wasn't going on with uh, the whole pandemic thing. So one day I was, again, out riding my bike. That's where I would get a lot of these thoughts or stories, I was out riding my bike, I thought, man, I really miss baseball. And the thought came to me at that time, hey, if you can't watch it, why don't you why don't you just write about it? So there again I played the what if game. And as I was out on this bike ride I, I asked myself, what if there was this young man from the middle of nowhere, Missouri, who had this talent, this raw talent to play this game of baseball, and he was really good at it. So you have this statement, that what-if statement. So I started asking myself questions. Okay, how is he so good at playing baseball? Who discovers him? Where is he from exactly in Missouri, specifically? Uh, what what people uh, what what's his background? What's his name? So once I got back to my house, I, the juices were flowing. Like I said earlier, <laughs> the juices were flowing, and I started writing like crazy and uh, just developing those scenes. And the story came really quick, probably quicker than any other story that I had written. And maybe part of that is because I'm really passionate about the game of baseball. And uh, you, you were a player in high school. I uh, was. I played uh, for the Bulldogs in high school. Played a little bit in college, uh, and then my first ten years in education, I was a, a coach. Coach baseball, softball, basketball. So. So you had all that experience. Blood, yeah. You had all that experience to draw from, but also too the scout part. The yeah. scout plays a big part in the story. Your your uncle uh, was a scout for the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, my uncle Gary Howard uh, was a uh, ball player himself uh, before he went to Vietnam. He was injured pretty badly in in the Vietnam War. Came home, uh, couldn't play anymore, so he got into scouting. He scouted for the Minnesota Twins and the St. Louis Cardinals. And as a little guy, I would, I would tag along with him as he watched players, watched games. Uh, as I grew older, of course, I was playing a lot. and We would talk a lot about what scouts look for when they are uh, evaluating ball players. So I got to pick his brain when I started thinking about this story, the kid from Eagle Ridge saying, hey, again, Gary, tell me, tell me some of your stories. Tell me what scouts look for. So he was uh, a big influence on me uh, to write this story. Now, the story is, is available for anyone that wants it. Yes. Uh, I uh, took me about three or four weeks to write it, sent, uh, sent it off to a few people 
to be edited, uh, to give me feedback, uh, back and forth. So a couple other weeks finished, and about a total of five or six weeks, I sent it off to be published uh, to Amazon. So anyone who would like to uh, to get a copy, they can go to Amazon Books or Amazon Kindle to download the ebook. Also, uh, I have it available on my Facebook page, uh, on my Twitter, and people can also email me, and I can email the story to them. And there are even a few people I've just made copies for and given them the copy of the story. Uh, I just wanted this to be a, a free release. There's no charge. I think on Amazon and Kindle there is a charge of 99 cents. So, <laughs> but uh, any other way, it's just, it's just a free release. I wanted to get that out there and just for people to have a, a, a copy of it and to have fun with it. Well, certainly, uh, it's just really neat how, uh, in, in a, three years, you've essentially have done what you've done and, uh, just to have this, uh, crazy idea on vacation and ran with it. Uh, you know, just a neat inspiration for people to, to hear that story. And I really appreciate you being on the show today, Jeff. You're very welcome. I, uh, appreciate you having me on here. All right, Jeff Williams, who, uh, again, Sykestonian, educator, father, husband, and an author. And you can uh, catch his stuff on uh, Amazon. Uh, check out his Facebook page and Twitter as well to learn more about uh, the Dark Justice series and about the new um, uh, short story that's out there, The Kid from Eagle Ridge is the name of it. Always a pleasure having you with us on the Talk of Sykeston. I'm Glenn Cantrell.